0: All right, everyone, welcome to the Forgettables podcast. This is a podcast about podcasting. Uh, if you're listening and want to guess how many times we use the word podcast in this episode, uh, go ahead and shoot for that, but uh, you will not be able to count. So if you're new here, um, myself, my name is Ahma I have a podcast called Branding Deep Dive Podcast. As with uh, Patel, who's on, me, on with me today, uh, is the host of the Straight Path podcast, and we use this platform, The Forgettables, to talk through our podcasting journey, talk through things that are going on, uh, best practices, tips, advice, that kind of thing. So today, what we want to talk about is uh, buying better equipment. So most podcasters that are doing this for fun, uh, like ourselves, when we started out, we were just doing this uh, just because we thought it would be cool. Uh, not really, we didn't really have the ambitions of I don't want to say the ambitions, but like we didn't start with the mentality that we need to monetize this or we need to make money off this or anything like that. Uh, Rather, we started with, hey, this would be awesome. We should do like I would love to have conversations like this uh, and I'm going to post them." Right. And that's kind of at least for me, how I approached it. Like, I think these would be this would be a good way for me to continue learning in the space. Uh, And so really, when we started. We just had whatever mic we had. I think my first episode, I just used my laptop mic and my laptop webcam. Now I'm using a Blue Yeti. I have a separate Logitech webcam. Uh, although it's not like a, a million-dollar setup, uh, I, it, it is better than what we started with. In the middle, I had a $50 microphone, USB mic that I used. Um, and then now, Asad Bhai. So Asad Bhai, I'm sure you had a pretty similar journey. Why don't you talk us through some of your equipment you had in the past and where you're at right now?
1: So I, I've had the Blue Yeti from the beginning. Some of my friends, they bought it for me as a gift. Um, but I didn't know how to use it. And uh, what's it called? The computer I had was not good. Um, it was a MacBook Air, and it just didn't have enough firepower. And I'm in one of the StreamYard groups, and everybody complains about the same thing with MacBook Airs that they just don't have enough firepower for, you know, StreamYard. That's usually what I record on, and we've discussed that. Um, so, what's it called? Go ahead.
0: Not not the new M1 MacBook Air. That shouldn't be a problem. But, no, know, no, I no, think...
1: not the new one. No, no, I had an older one.
0: Yeah. The new M1 shouldn't have any issues like that. It's actually a, a powerhouse.
1: I, actually, actually, I've seen a few feed posts about the M1, but I haven't read those. So once I read them, I'll let you know what people are saying.
0: So I have an M1 Mac Mini and i i mean i can so that's probably one thing i can talk about too is like the actual computer you're using so i edit on premiere pro uh-huh. and uh if you're on mac it's probably better if you used final cut because it's like fully integrated with apple and like it's yeah, an apple it's product so it works software. better right and so uh, and I've, I've used it a few times but the thing is i also use photoshop i also use illustrator so the Creative Cloud works better for me. I already have, I bundled the subscription and it works best. And so I'm used to those products and I use that. Now I would edit on my MacBook Air, which was a 2014 MacBook Air. I still use it for like doing uh, documents and stuff like that. 2014 MacBook Air, the same video that would take me an hour to render, within two minutes, it'll render on my uh, Mac mini.
1: yeah yeah. like that's
0: the that's the processing power and it's it's not any anything special in the mac mini it's just that processor they have in there It's that mac mini really just or the m1 chip is just really that it's it's a it's a powerhouse and so even the new macbook air my friend got it and he's been editing on it and so same thing man it's Mm -hmm. it's a beast but yeah let's uh let's continue with your your equipment
1: and so because the macbook air was suffering so much i wasn't plugging in my my microphone i was like maybe sometimes it just caused issues because of the microphone and different things like that so for a little bit i didn't use a microphone and then finally i got a new laptop it's a rebuilt macbook pro uh 2012 rebuild but it, it serves my purpose it gets everything done for me and it's fairly quick um so then i started using the microphone i had to adjust it my friends helped me out adjusting it then people were like well you need a new webcam so then i bought a new webcam that webcam was okay then somebody one of my listeners actually bought in your webcam my my listeners are great they keep buying me things so one of my listeners he bought me a new webcam i think it's uh it's a Nexigo, and it works pretty good it's like a 50 or what's it called camera and then i bought the i bought the microphone arm and uh so i'm at a point where I, as far as the setup i have is, is pretty decent it gets the job done. oh no i got a ring light after that people are like, your lighting is not good. So I got a ring light, got a little painting I put on the side. Um, So, you know, just different, different things, just spaz it up. Or what's it called? Um, uh, What's it called? So, yeah, I mean, I'm at that point. So now now, I think the reason we're talking tonight about this is because now I need to get some equipment to start doing in-person programs because the current setup I have, I could still use it for in-person programs, but it's just not, it's not feasible. I'd have to have like three laptops plugged in um, if I wanted to do like a three person, like two guests and me. So what I really need, what I want to get now, which is quite expensive is uh, the Roadcaster Pro. And uh, what I, the setup I want to get for it, it's gonna cost, it's total cost in that is $1,200. So I need to be able to justify the cost. Like if I buy it in separate pieces some people told me I might save like two, $300, which I'm okay with doing. Anytime saving money is always great. Um, but you know, the thing about it is I really want to get that so I can start doing in-person programs because I have a few people who are interested in person programs and then there's a few people i'm really interested in interviewing for in-person because they're older what's it called african-american gentlemen in my community who you know who converted to islam in the 70s or no one or two of them converted in the 70s and another guy converted in the 90s and they just have amazing stories about their life in general and i want to interview them and i can't really do it with the current current setup i have it just doesn't make any sense so i really need to get another microphone i mean this roadcaster setup so I can start doing that. And also with the roadcaster, you can do Instagram lives and integrate your microphone and everything. So, you know, you get the crisp sound using that. So, I mean, that's, that's basically at this point in time, I've decided that that's the next step up. And I want to start traveling and doing podcasts. I really want to go down to Florida and do a podcast, like on the, on like a pier or a beach or something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool.
0: So Let me ask you this. You brought up that you are trying to justify the the cost investment yeah. uh, for the, uh, Roadcaster. The, you know, the Roadcaster Pro, right? So yeah. how are you approaching that? Like, what's the mental framework there? Because, I, I mean, as far as I know, you're not really making money off this podcast. I mean, I'm no, not making yeah. any money off my podcast. So when you say you're looking for a return or, or you're looking to justify this, how do you justify this in your mind to yourself?
1: um giving people valuable content basically like something they can benefit from because now now more people like I hit my 100 subscriber uh finally benchmark it was for some reason I got stuck at 96 like I was like close to 100 and all of a sudden I lost like eight subscribers I like in one day I don't know I don't know if that was some glitch or YouTube was messing with me and so I finally hit 100 I got my customized link which is which I wasn't able to get Straight Pad Podcast because that's not the name of my channel. My channel is The Straight Pad Podcast. I would have to change the channel name. I didn't want to do that. So I got the customized link, The Straight Pad Podcast. um, And and I'm at 100 now. And now people are actually, there's a few people they've asked me, like, we want to listen to your podcast now. Okay, Okay, that's fine. So they listen. So there are people listening now. People are giving me constructive criticism, which I told them that's fine. Like some people have told me that I should get my guests to shut off their microphones when they're not talking. And different things like that. I'm like, look, I usually shut it off for them, but then they don't know how to turn it back on, like you know, from the little um toolbar at the bottom on StreamYard. So, you know, different things like that. So um, you know, just just getting around to it. And you know, people are listening, people are asking, they're like, Oh, when you go live, let me know, and things like that. And I'm like, you know, the easiest way to find out when I go live is to click the subscribe button, but okay. <laughs> um, but you know, just to find the cost would be like, Look, I'm I'm seeing there's an increase in interest in the podcast. Um, I reached out to some guests. Some of them told me reach out at this time and I reached out and obviously um, they're going to take their sweet time to reply. But I do have a guest for next week. I'm I'm probably just going to start next week. I may do an episode this week, actually. I just do a solo episode on Sunday or something like that. But I have a guest for next week and the following week, I'll probably already have a guest. I have a guest from England. So I'll have a few guests ready. And uh, once once the podcast gets up and running, I see that there's actually people listening and, you know, there's some interest in it. Then I can probably within 3 weeks to 4 weeks like say a month I'll decide whether I want to get that equipment right now or whether it needs to wait.
0: So hold on I, I don't I don't know if I understood that. So you're saying that uh better content justifies the investment. Is that is that no, correct? No, no,
1: no. no, interest in the content.
0: Oh, so like if you're reaching more people.
1: If I'm reaching people like starting back up you know I've taken like a 2 month hiatus at this point basically. Mhm. So basically, if within a month I see that there's interest, my content I'm giving out is just as good as it was before, if if not better, and I see there's people actually listening afterwards, during or whatever, and then I'll be like, okay, this is this is you know this is working out. I'm doing good. Um, maybe if I take the next level up and I start doing in-person podcast episodes, which will bring a new element into itself and a new dimension, and I see that there's some you know there's there's some interest in what I'm doing then maybe if I up the game, I will get more people to tune in. But until you don't see that there's interest again, then I can continue. If if, if I'm getting the same amount of listeners before, during, and after, um, then maybe I may need to prolong the process and wait a little while more and then get the equipment. Because, you know, obviously it's $1,000 to $1,500 is a good bit of change. Um, right. That's, so- that's just my opinion. That's all.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I, I just, I wanted to touch on that because I look at it a little bit different.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: when I look at investments that are going to improve the podcast, or whatever it may be, any investment that I'm looking at that mm-hmm. doesn't have a material benefit, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at it through this lens. I'm thinking, will this equipment make me more motivated or increase my output somehow? Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's, for example, like, um, this, I I got this big monitor, right? It's like 34 inches ultra Mm -hmm. HD. It's it's really nice. Now the cool thing about this one is like, I can have four windows up at the same time. And so Mm -hmm. you like, this may not like for you, you may think that's like, that's not really a big deal, but when I'm at work, um, I have to have like three, four Excel tabs just to cross-check and make sure things are happening. And so having them all up on the same screen saves me a lot of time. And so for me, it's worth it because it's saving my time it's making my process easier. So when it comes to podcasting, for example, I look at it like, okay, I bought this light. Is it going to make me look better? I don't care. But having this light there, like psychologically, if I see myself and I'm looking better, then it's going to make me more motivated to do a better job on the mic too, right? Mm. And so even the environment I put around myself, like I put this, you know, sound blocking things and all this other stuff, like whatever investment I make in it, it's about, okay, when I come in this place, Mm. will I feel like, okay, this is a podcasting space, I'm ready to go. Or is it going to be like, oh man, I don't feel like doing this today. Like that's kind of, you want to make it easy for yourself to get into whatever you're trying to do. And so yeah. for me, I'm willing to make any investment I need to make to make my space, it, it, like to make it easy for me to get into that, right? If it takes me like, yeah. I need to have like a space to, like I can write down notes, I need to have good sound quality. Like if I have a nice mic there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be more motivated to you know do better. It's just it's how mm-hmm. it is. When I had my old mic versus when I have this mic, I've probably recorded three times as many episodes yeah. Why? Just because like, okay, this mic, I sound better. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now I got to use this. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that's kind of my, my uh, perspective on it. Um, and so you said you were talking about the Roadcaster Pro. Why don't you talk to us a little bit, just real quick about why you're looking at that piece of uh, equipment as your next purchase rather than... Um, like uh, a, a camera or, or something else you know what i mean like if you're talking about in-person episodes you might think that um, a camera would be just as important or something like that why is this your next purchase
1: because to do an in-person podcast episode for me um to do it on Streamyard, yard i can't plug into microphones at the same time into one laptop it's it doesn't work like that um it, it just it's it's not it's not going to make sense for me to do it that way like the quality's not going to the quality's not going to be good um i mean there's there's other ways to do it basically i have to buy a whole studio setup and basically i'd end up spending a good bit of money but this this piece of equipment is agreed upon in podcasting music any sort of live studio production where you have more than one person it's agreed upon to be the equipment to get like you know it's not the most expensive but at the same time it is an investment like you know close to 1200 to 1500 dollars and for me like if it was 500 i'm like okay no problem i want to drop 500 no issues but 1500 is you know obviously i have a kid i have another kid on the way so i think about things like that now a little bit more so, you know should i be spending this much on my podcasting journey when you know i could be maybe getting something nice for my kid or something like that so you know the you know those things do play into it a lot of times you know thinking about familiar familial expenses um so you know that's you know that's the main thing is i i have to I have to be able to justify the cost. And like I said, if, it, if it's not something I need need right now, I really want it, want, yes, I do want, it. Um, because it will really enhance the in-person experience. I can get four people. We could sit at a table, have one camera set up and do what's it called? And do a podcast episode and it'll look great. But what's it called? Um, But at the same time, like I said, if I can live without it for three to four months, save up the money, save, set aside $300 every month, and after four months i'm like okay i have to 1200 saved up and do it that way you know there's m- multiple ways of doing it. i could just drop the money right then be like okay i'm done with it um but but obviously like i said you know you have to layer expenses and you have to be smart about it you can't you can't always get what you want
0: no i think it's really important to be practical right like not everyone right. has the means to uh to buy all the equipment in the world and so uh, we have to understand as podcasters like really this is probably the lowest barrier of entry uh platform that you have aside from maybe like writing right like with writing all you need is a pen and paper um and then fr- like from writing podcasting is probably like uh like a close second right like all you need is a, a laptop and you can make it happen right and so quality content always is going to win out no matter what and so focus on bringing your audience value and even if it's on a potato that you're recording yeah um, you you will you will uh, be successful and i think this stuff is nice to have but that's it right like it's just nice to have it's not a requirement anything else any last thoughts no that'd be it all right everyone thank you for listening we'll see you next time